0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, March 26th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside GameFanatics.com, Ben Runnings. Hey. Hey, hey Ben. How are you? talking to myself. Very
1: good. It's super exciting to be here. It's a weird place to be after seeing for years. Yeah. I uh, get to look in all the nooks and crannies. I got sure. to look behind the walls. Don't do that, there. no. Don't. We'll you'll find, you'll find the,
0: bodies. the bodies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't look that close. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to Just tell me where not to look and sure. I'll just look the As other long place as you're, you're
0: not looking in places that can incriminate us in court, we're fine.
1: Oh. I mean, I did film a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's fine. We, we you know, okay. Kevin was walking okay. you around very clearly, telling you what to see, what's Oh, ben, yeah. who yeah. are you if somebody doesn't know? <laughs> So I'm Ben Runnings. I write for a website called thegamefanatics.com
1: and I used to run their podcast. So let me actually back up a little bit. So in 2011 I graduated with a degree in game design mm. which makes me a little bit different and through varying degrees of circumstance and uh, life I'll not turn turn a little. Yeah, you got uh, I ended feel up free. Get in there. I ended don't, up pursuing of kind of different angles of my career. I didn't go into game development. I had a couple of game design tests and things, yeah. but I never got a job in the industry and I went in a different direction. I worked for kind of a different company for It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll belabor the point if you let me. So stop me. S-
0: uh, stop, man. <laughs> stop, I'm not ben. So you said, I wasted all this money learning yeah. how to design games. Yeah. Now I'm just going to go talk about And now I'm just
1: going to go talk about it. But that brings a different perspective with it because. Of course, yeah. You actually I've, know what you're talking like, about. I've made levels in Unity. I've made a, like a 3D Metroidvania platformer type of thing yeah. in Unity, in Unreal. I've made levels. I programmed Flash games. All sorts of stuff. So you take a little bit of that extra knowledge to make a little more critical look sure. at games. Since I know more or less how to how to look and this is why I was also mad about Fallout and Skyrim and all that. Because yeah. I've used that toolkit. Yeah. And I know how broken it is. <laughs> oh my God, it's a mess. But it's it's impressive. Like what it can do. That's why those games are so in-depth and intricate. Yeah. Because of that engine. You can turn like an apple into a door. And that's not a normal thing. Okay. Like it, it can just be anything. Anything could be anything in those en- in that engine. And it's really cool. So I take that knowledge and kind of more in-depth look at games and try to a little more critical eye. A little sure. I know behind the curtain a little bit more than that. So that's what I try to take to it. Um I'm saying more about me. I stream on Twitch. Yeah. Taking a little break from that. I was really into Mario Maker. So I'm okay. super excited yeah. for coming Mario Maker. Yeah, baby. I've opened uh, up my switch. You look at it, fifteen hundred hours, Mario Maker 1 that's a lot just a few just, yeah, a, few just hours. a few hours yeah uh, yeah so when they the slopes came on the screen yeah. i was so fucking excited yeah oh my god slopes i'm so in very excited <laughs> and you know twitch.tv slash ben is my twitch youtube.com slash ben reacts is my youtube i have my podcast which is live every sunday at 8 p.m pacific time which is me and two knuckleheads joel and logan talking about games last week which is up it's live now on my youtube Talking about Sekiro and mainly Sekiro. Okay. Are you obsessed? Maybe. Yeah, Uh, I saw uh,
0: your Twitter name's already been changed to it, so I'd say that's pretty obsessed.
1: Yeah, Uh, I played about 20 hours of it. Okay. And that was even with coming here and being here for a little bit. So, yeah, I I played a lot of Sekiro. I'm not very good. Sure. It's a very different game. I don't know if we want to talk about that now. Yeah, go for it. It's very different than Souls and how that. That whole thing is because.
0: How so? Yeah. Because I mean, when I th- I've, I started Sekiro. Okay. Then Jen was looking at her phone. She, she was like, play it, play it, play it. I was like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. And I played like 30 minutes and I looked over, she's on her phone. I'm like, are you paying attention? She's like, no. If you <laughs> want to play the division, you can. not I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, turned like, it off and went back to the don't division. Don't you want to see me suffer and die against <laughs> this guy with a sword? But yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, that
1: game is a lot of shooting. Yeah. Uh, no, it's very different because i actually heard this from a bunch of different people that if the more you've played of Souls, the harder it's going to be for you. Oh, really? Because you have to unlearn so much
0: stuff. Because it's not as much about dodging, right? It's more about parrying it It's about lunch? parrying. Yeah. It is
1: constantly parrying. And that's something that's been present in all the Souls games. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't super important in Dark Souls. It's more important in Bloodborne because you have this whole system with it. But this game is seven perfect parries in a row. And then you get one hit. And you get like to do your move. And it's, it's tough. It's yeah. really tough. And it's a totally different mindset. From kind of the more aggression of Bloodborne, which I started a playthrough of like a couple weeks ago, yeah, that was a mistake. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that because they they play so differently. And Sekiro is stupid fast. Yeah, it is. I'm and it's it's a great game. I really enjoy it. My biggest issue with how difficult and stuff it is is it's uneven. You'll get to these areas where you can stealth around and kill a bunch of dudes, and then the next area you can't stealth as easily, and then you got to fight them all. Gotcha. And it's not that it's hard to fight them all. It's just it doesn't fit from area to area and then you'll go and there'll be a mini boss and the mini boss will kill you in two hits and that's fine like if you want to do that but it doesn't make sense when the area before it and the area after it is so much easier sure and then there's bosses i know we're gonna get in the weeds do it, there's man. bosses like the butterfly lady if you've heard of the butterfly lady. i have heard of the butterfly uh-huh. lady. she's difficult but she doesn't kill you in two hits and yeah. it's a logical fight and you kind of figure it out and learn the, to dodge this way dodge that way all the different moves you can do and then a random dude with a sword who has a name. He just happens to have a name, which basically means he fucking kills you in two hits <laughs> for no reason. Oh, fuck. Here comes a named guy. it's like, this is dude. It just dude shows up and messes your shit up. And it just doesn't quite feel even. Still really enjoying it. I think it's one of the... Yeah, was I was
0: going to say, do, the, you, so are, uh, do you love it? Or are you... What, I mean, like...
1: Oh, man. Hour to hour, it changes. Like, every five hours with this game, I learn more about the combat system. I feel like I'm getting better and improving. But... God, like the first three hours, I was disappointed. I was, quite frankly, very disappointed with this game. Wow. It is not a Souls game Yeah. Uh, in a lot of respects. like Bloodborne and Dark Souls, they're cut from the same cloth, but Sekiro is different. Okay. It is a very different game. I mean, you don't level up in the same way. And sure. Instantly there, you remove a lot of the... like. In, in, if you got stuck in Dark Souls, you could grind. You could summon a friend mm-hmm. in. You could do all sorts of things. You can't do any of that. Here, in this you got to get good. Yeah, you got to get good. Yeah. I, I think I've upgraded my HP like twice yeah. in 20 hours. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, oh, good. I got a little bit more of this A little sliver, yeah. And you get more attack. I've upgraded that twice. Like, it's. So do you it's recommend a slow it? Slow burn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, that's man, not a ringing it's, endorsement it's, from it's the really game, really fanatics.com. <laughs> man, it's a tough game. And I really think if, if you're a big Souls fan, don't go into this expecting a Souls game. Okay. In terms of in terms of that, it's kind of. I mean, if anyone has to ask questions, of if you want more information, I can answer them. But it's very different. It's not. It's not the same. It's the same spirit. It's the same exploration and world building. Yeah. But it is more of a Devil May Cry. It reminds me of Ninja Gaiden Black. Okay. On the yeah. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It brutal, that. brutal game. It reminds yeah. me of that a little bit.
0: All right, uh, Ben. Before we transition into the real show, two things to point out. You're a kind of funny, best friend. Yes. And you flew yourself out here just for this. Yes, I did. You're another one of these crazy people. I am very Taking crazy. your shot. Or do you do? thegamefanatics.com the game and the podcast and the Twitch and all that stuff. Do you do that full-time or do you have a job on top oh, of all a this? Job. Yeah, I have a job. Full-time okay. job. Okay. Do you ever get tired? And not want, and letting I'm constantly tired. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: this this is basically, this is the make or break year, honestly. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Where I'm like, I'm going to put myself out there, do more. I started a game design brainstorm uh, monthly show on my YouTube where I go into... A mechanic why I like it why I don't like it. How can we can improve it the first yeah. episode about is about a um, Id- Ammo and item conservation in Resident Evil sure now we could change that and kind of manipulate the player because huh. I like using design to Manipulate the player or invoke a feeling sure yeah, kind yeah. of the way Red Dead Redemption 2 does okay. where It's forcing you to play differently and think differently. Sure. Dark Souls does that too. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're not the hero it's it's different. It's evolved the that's form on, That's awesome. That's a really,
0: really cool idea. And
1: that's on your YouTube channel? On my YouTube channel. Second episode is about Tetris 99 and other games that would be good as Battle Royales, including everybody's
0: golf. Yeah. <laughs> now you speak my language, better Now, now you speak yeah, my language, There, yeah, Let's go, yeah. boys. Uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about this PlayStation State of Play recap. ID at Xboxes, Game Pass, Push, and EA layoffs because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games uh, you can go there with your questions comments concerns bad PSN names and everything else under the video game sun. then watch us record it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kinda funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe Housekeeping for you today. Uh, the Kinda Funny World tours coming to Kansas City this Saturday. Come hang out with all of us at Planet Comic Con for panels with the cast of Smallville, Mick Foley, and Henry Winkler. Then, come to our meet and greet at the Flying Saucer Draft Emporium. There's no badge needed for the meet and greet. And then, don't forget, New York City, you're on the hook for April 6th. We're coming to you. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Tom Bach, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we are brought to you by Quip and Harry's, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is, and forever will be, The Rope Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Five items on The Rope Report. A baker's dozen! Uh, we're starting with PlayStation State of Play. Ben, yesterday when we were doing Games Daily, we were like, this is happening. We don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm, it turned out, it was n- not even, We were. I was like, maybe it's going to be somewhere between an Xbox, uh, you know, the sure. Xbox show they do, that I'm blanking on right now. com slash you're wrong, unless Barrett remembers. Yeah. What? Exactly. Xbox. What does Xbox call their show that they do now? Oh, ID Xbox. at Xbox. No. no. Uh, uh, now, I have probably. ID at Xbox on the brain because they're the next story. Uh, mm, mm, uh. Whatever. If it's going to be the Xbox show or if it's going to be a Nintendo Direct, right? And it turned out it was way more towards the Nintendo yes. Direct side. Even more Nintendo Direct than a Nintendo Direct in some ways. Inside Xbox. Inside, inside Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Thank you. That's, it. That's uh, it. Because there was no human beings on the stage, right? <laughs> it was just a disembodied voice <laughs> running us through slides and games and stuff, which I thought was cool, but we'll get to that, of course, later. Yes. Uh, the PlayStation State of Play uh, yesterday... They're going to be, they announced they'll be doing them throughout the year. So this is not a one-time thing. This was the debut of an ongoing product. It was very PlayStation VR-focused, which... Leads me to the PlayStation blog, where Sid Schumann put up a recap and said this. We're also very excited to reveal that we have officially sold through more than 4.2 million PlayStation VR systems worldwide as of March 3rd, 2019. That's
1: a big-ass number. That's a huge-ass number of (laughs) VR headset
0: peripherals, right, that are expensive and you need to get out there. But it's awesome, uh, I mean, as somebody who loves PlayStation VR, uh, Mm -hmm, to -hmm. to see that kind of success and then to see this kind of support. So let's run through all the games at State of Play. It opened with Marvel Iron Man VR. This is from camouflage. Is coming in 2019. It's being worked on by PlayStation Worldwide Studios, which, of course, makes it a uh, de facto exclusive. Maybe one day it could go somewhere else, similar to like a David Cage game, like popping yeah, up in the Epic Store. Yeah, it could.
1: But I, it seems like with VR, you'd want it to be everywhere, but. I, but I if don't, PlayStation's I don't throwing think the money, so. yeah, it, right? I mean, a it, lot yeah, of money, exactly. Yeah. But they,
0: it's from Camouflage. If that sounds familiar, they're the people who made Republic. It's Ryan Peyton, of course, friend of the show, who'd come in and done a whole Peace Walker discussion with me and stuff like that. Uh, cinematic, obviously, looked great. The gameplay itself, I went back and watched it again, and I'm like, uh. I don't know. It, it, VR is one of those things you need to have it on your face. Yeah, it doesn't. Video well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and so you look at it, and you're like, Oof, this does look. Is it, am I on rails? Is this just basic? Because it's you shooting with your you looked on rails and stuff, right? Which could be cool, but is it something I want to play for eight hours or whatever like that? I need to get a headset on my on me, but it is like mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. uh, Camouflage, which is a studio I do like. I did like Republic, I do like Ryan, so I mean, hopefully that will come around and it'll all be what I want it to be, but who knows? We'll see. I, yeah. I don't
1: have a PlayStation VR, I have an Son Oculus. Of a bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've ha- I played VR, and I, I really want to PlayStation VR, just because they keep showing all these games. Well,
0: we're not even halfway through yet. Oh, we're going to get some more of that, and there's a question that pertains to that, Ben, okay. so we're coming back to that. Uh, they showed Crash Team Racing, some new stuff for that, of course, June 21st. No Man's Sky Update, uh, No Man's Sky Beyond, again, just Ooh. riding my coattails as always. Uh, they came out and said they're finally getting PlayStation VR. That's coming summer 2019 with the Beyond Update for free. Uh, they then debuted a new game from PlayStation Worldwide Studios in Robot Entertainment, Ready Set Heroes. It's a dungeon crawler competing against an opposing team. Look like teams of two. Uh, this is Robot Entertainment, like I said, 2019. Blood and Truth, a PlayStation VR game <laughs> I've been talking about forever. Had an awesome trailer. Uh, again, showing how great their facial animation is. And this is another one you're talking about. It doesn't video well. That one did. Well, I know. But yeah. when you put on PlayStation VR and like we know from the PlayStation VR show, when you capture the footage, it just doesn't look as good like you're saying. Yeah, I know. And like... Looking at the blood and truth stuff, which looked good, it looks so much better on your face. When you're in the world strapped in and yes. you're, like, t- you're seeing somebody else's sure. face right up close. Still looked great <laughs> in the trailer. Uh, finally got a release date, May 28th. Can't wait. Then Jeez. there was a PlayStation VR sizzle reel announcing a whole bunch of dates. Uh, Mini Mech Mayhem's coming June 18th. You might remember that from the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Jupiter and Mars is coming April 22nd. I got to play this at GDC. Uh, I think Echo the Dolphin, but like with echolocation. So you're kind of going through and you have to like put out a blast to see what's around you. One of them, you have different two different dolphins, Jupiter and Mars. They have different abilities, different attacks, stuff like that. It was fun. Can't wait. Falcon Age, April 9th. Full disclosure again, this is a pop agenda represented game. I've said that before. My wife is a co-founder of that company. Uh, however, they didn't make it. And again, like I said before, Falcon Age actually I discovered. Again, kind of funny game oh, okay. showcase. And then when no. Jen watched it, she's like, I'd like to work with these people and then made it happen. She's a poacher. So I came first. Exactly. Okay. And I, I, I'm very excited for Falcon Age. I can't wait. Uh, I've played it in VR. I've played it with just the Dual Shock, which was interesting. That they bundled it in with, hey, here's a whole bunch of PlayStation VR games when Falcon Age is a game that can can be played by anybody. Yeah,
1: just with the controller. Yeah, I wonder if that's
0: going to do, not damage, but if it's actually going to hurt it in some way or people are going to be so focused on it being a VR game they don't realize they can play it.
1: Yeah, maybe so. It could hurt it.
0: But again, if you're PlayStation, you're trying to sell PlayStation VR units. Here's this game that's great in PlayStation VR. Yeah. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe was there. That's that new Justin Roiland game. So it's uh, IGN put up an article today saying I think it's the most profane game of all time. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's coming May 31st, and I can't wait. Uh, Everybody's Golf uh, VR was there too. That's coming yep. May 21st. Uh, Table of Tales comes out April 16th, and then Vacation Simulator comes out June 18th. Uh, Observation was also shown. It's coming May 21st. Uh, that'll pop up again in new dates because it's also coming out on Oculus, I it believe. Looked-
1: Good. I love that kind of 2001 Space Odyssey vibe Sure, with yeah, where you, you are. You the are, space, are the space like station. My, my, uh, you know the Lone Echo game? It's, it's an Oculus game, so Greg's never played it. That's true. Um, I don't know what that is, and I don't care. You did and the I don't Lone Echo, Echo Arena. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, No, I know what you're talking about. From uh, Ready at Dawn.
1: Yes, yes. So I played a little bit of that, and that's where you're on a space station floating around, Yeah. and it's really, really cool, but God, it, it made me sick. So the fact that I'm the station in this time, and I'm looking around. I'm, I'm digging it. It's the same kind of vibe, the spooky space vibe.
0: I, be got, careful over my there. My just got right? stapled out of order. Hold on, you're one the thing. one who stapled it. I know. I'm record. not blaming you, Ben. I was just Don't turn it around. Uncredit. All right. So here we go. May. Yeah. Observation. May 21st. PlayStation 4 and Epic Game Store. That was the announcement. Are yours out of order? Be, be careful. Look into it. How would I Figure know? Figure it out. Well, you know what, Ben? You, you said you watched the show. You can number. You said you watched the you show. You should number the pages. He's got a point, Greg. Shut up, Barrett. Uh, Then Five Night at Freddy's VR is coming soon. This has uh, some of the original levels and some new levels tossed in there. Looks scary. Barrett was getting all scared over there. Yeah, it was. Too spooky. We got to make Tim play it. Yeah, no problem. I want to make Andy play it. He's the biggest coward (laughs) in the office. Tim and Andy combined, I think. Tim and Andy combined. Yeah. Form their powers. We'll be just terrified little children. (laughs) A little pregame of that. Um... Then Concrete Genie made a, came out. It was uh, no real release date other than fall 2019, which is okay. Whatever. I thought it was a good trailer for it. Oh yeah, for Concrete sure. Concrete Genie, I, like as I said, watching it, I was like, this reminds me of PlayStation 3 era PlayStation yeah. of like here's a weird, art, artsy game. Enjoy. And you're like, all yeah, right, like, cool. cool. I, like, I guess, I guess so. yeah. And like cool, Greg super stoked for it. Uh, they announced <laughs> the PlayStation VR mode for that as well. Then, as predicted, days gone got a little bit of time. Good. Got a really good trailer. Oh yeah, you know what for I mean. Sure. Again, I have been sold on Days Gone since playing, or I've been interested since playing it at E3 Judges Week. Uh, I've been sold on it since that giant delve in of like, holy shit, I'm going to play a lot. I'm going to put a lot of hours into this game. And then that trailer yesterday showed a whole bunch of shit I've never seen, I think really giving you a a glimpse of how big that game is. Yeah, it really
1: sold the story with it, Yeah, it's just something that's, it kind of sets it apart from a lot of open world games, especially with where you just get lost and you're not doing the story for hours of time. This seemed really story focused, and I, I like that a lot.
0: I'm just doing this now. I'm just fixing oh it God. this way. All right, there. Now it's fixed. This everybody, isn't gonna cause later. Not at all. What are you doing? Right. And then here's where it gets interesting, okay. in a weird way. Closed on Mortal Kombat 11.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that trailer was really good. Great trailer. It was sick. <laughs> really sick, good. Sick
0: dude. Um. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, Ben, what did you think of this overall? Uh, yeah. This PlayStation. So going into the PlayStation party of play. What is it? State of play. State of play. Why? Kind of like State of the Union.
1: I hate it. Yeah, that's great really good state of the union we got going on um, let's let's evoke that feeling I, I, uh, uh, so anyway I expected two things from this going into it was nothing because I like my hopes to be low sure so that when I'm disappointed I'm not as disappointed and if sure. you went into this not expecting much I didn't expect last of us to date that's crazy right. Tsushima, no so this was good a lot of psvr fine the other thing I expected was actually for them to kind of fumble a little bit mm. because their first time out the gate. Their first time out the gate, but not only that, they have like kind of a little bit of a messy track record in the last year or so with their E3 press conference. That was weird, weird. And pushing people into different rooms, yeah. and they had that sports center thing in the middle where it's like we're talking about Call of Duty, and here's a tra-. like I don't care, why are you
0: yeah, why are you doing this? Pacing.
1: The pacing was off. Then they yeah. canceled place a PSX. PlayStation Classic that's not really related but not good and then they cancel E3 and I'm like what are they going to do? And they notably say we don't have much to show which is not good. So I went into this very negative but this was pretty flawless in terms of presentation yeah. and, ha- and execution Yeah, and in a way that they actually learned and did it. And the Nintendo Direct is not new. It's like eight years old. Of course. So it's been a long ass time for them to get to this point point. Yeah. and they knocked it out of the park. I really think they did a fantastic job. I love... The way every trailer would end and it would show the release date, yep. the box, like yep. key art, the developer, everything was there. So well done. So sleek. It didn't need hosts. It didn't need little dumb banter or here's Tim Schafer. I mean, we love Tim Schafer. Fuck Tim but, Schafer. All right, fine. He's a lovely man. He's a nice dude.
0: He's a great I guy. I saw him
1: leaving an IHOP once. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: That, that is an on-brand <laughs> Tim Schafer sighting. that yeah, like, like saying, I saw
1: Greg Miller <laughs> in the Wild Wings. <laughs> it, was, it was unusual. Uh, it was during E3. But no, they did a really good job, and I'm very surprised. I'm very excited to see where this goes, because the next one could very well be, this is our June 29th or whatever, E3 State of Play.
0: Right. That's exciting. Yesterday when we talked about it, me and Andrea, right, the the biggest dream, in quotes, no pun intended, right, that I had for this, I thought the biggest announcement we might get out of it was, hey, here's the dream's release date, exactly. right? Exactly, that's what I was expecting. And I thought you'd have done that, but even that's pretty big. And so then we did the whole thing of like, well, what if it was Last of Us Part Two thing, but I was like, there's no way. There's I said no from way. the get-go, no way, right? Yeah. I thought personally, that PlayStation did a good job of setting the hype levels for this. Mm -hmm, In terms mm -hmm. of, hey, everybody, it's going to be a bunch of PlayStation VR stuff, some new announcements, some new games, which I thought was like, okay, cool. And on the other side of it, right, when it was happening yesterday, I I infamously now tweeted out, right? This is awesome. I'm having a great time. It's like a mini E3. There's no fat, right? I am still being dragged through the Twitter streets and beaten right now about that.
1: uh, People were expecting way too much. But
0: I don't know where they got that expectation. They got that expectation... I guess I, I,
1: perhaps because Nintendo directs for the last like four or five or so have been really good. Yeah, but, well, I mean, but that's the thing is like, but you can't expect that from here's this. Here's the it's thing not is like, sit here
0: and be, you, and you just said it yourself though. But to be objective, right? This is a, a really good show. Like, yeah. It was a solid show. It was yes. a good show. As somebody who likes PlayStation VR and likes PlayStation, I was like, fuck, man, yeah. you're delivering. You guys haven't given release dates on things in forever, and let alone given the spotlight to these kind of games. This exactly, is what I. Exactly. This is what I. I as a PlayStation fucking coverage guy for twelve years miss about the old E3s, where it mm-hmm. would be, the little smaller hey, guess titles. what, I'm Adam Boys, and here's a bunch of indie crap to show you right next to the big AAA stuff. Yeah, and I so, think,
1: so with, the problem is perhaps that we have the Nindies, and we have the Nintendo Directs, mm-hmm. and this was more of a, not a Nindies, but like a VR Indies, Vindies, sure, or whatever, Vindies. instead, yeah. and if you went into it expecting the AAA big hitters, you got the Nindy instead, sure. and, and so it's just a different and if you don't have VR, which only four million, only oh, 4, million, four million, yeah, I mean, you're disappointed because it's like another VR game, another VR game, another sure. VR game, and, and I can understand the frustration with that, but yeah. you're still getting Days
0: Gone and all this I other like, shit. I like I like that they did this as their first one, where yes. it was like, yes. hey, here's how we're gonna set this bar, and like, yeah, we're gonna take, I'm sure we're gonna take lumps about this, and people are of course gonna be cranked up, wanting it to be Death Stranding what, release date in a demo or whatever. Yeah, God, but now they can build on that and uh, you know at the end of it when we when we finished it all and it was like oh man Mortal Kombat 11 that was a weird way to end I mm-hmm. found mm-hmm. it's also a realistic way to end because you can't if they ended with hey here's Last of Us Part 2's release date then guess what every time they do a state of play everyone's gonna be like it's gonna be earth shattering like, I think right now you do these enough of them where, like, hey, here's sol- here's a solid drip mm-hmm. of information in trailers about games you wouldn't normally care about, but you'll find two or three in there you do care about. They can then, on the third one, pepper in something big, but people are going to know what the expectation level should be set at.
1: Yeah. And it was smart to do it now and not have the first one be, oh, it's June 10th. Yeah. Here's our first one. And especially if you came up with this June 10th, oh, yeah. then, then I can get, see being disappointed. Yeah, then yeah, yeah, I yeah. can get 100% behind, that's not a good show. Yeah. But it's not. It's... It's the the pre-before-the-storm. It's March, man. It's March. March Madness, as they say. March Madness. This This is is what they're talking about when they say March Mm, Madness, I I think, right? (laughs) Fact check that.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's been interesting where I think a lot of people liked it, but then obviously the negative part of Twitter and the internet makes it seem like everybody hated it. So it's been interesting looking at pundits be like, oh man, that was a really good case. And then fans be like, oh my God, I'm really offended by it. or like There was a guy who was like... I said, you know, man, this is great. I whatever, and the guy responded, he's like, amazing. Uh, this this was it was one of those things. I, I, there's 20 minutes. I wish I could get back in my life. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's 20 minutes. What bro. the fuck, man? Like, I love video games and seeing new video games and news about video games. Like, this was these games looked cool. If you watched that and didn't like
1: one thing out of it, yeah. I don't know why you own a PlayStation. Like. Period. Why? Because th- at least half of that stuff should have hit. Yeah, Even right. if you don't have VR. I yeah, want I VR told, now. Yeah, like,
0: I, and I, I get the fact of like, okay, cool. Yeah, Concrete Genie wasn't for me or something, right? Like, it's not okay, for me, so whatever. whatever, yeah. <laughs> Five Night Freddy's not for me. Iron Man, the <laughs> gameplay looks weird, right? But I mean, alright, Beyond No Man's Sky, you're getting VR. That's cool. Uh, Crash Team Racing is cool, which by the way, Kebabs wrote in and said, the new stuff for Crash Team Racing Remake was the inclusion of all 13 tracks and the battle arenas from the PS2 sequel. Uh, Crash Nitro Kart, which wasn't developed by Naughty Dog. Thank you. At the end. Gotcha. Yesterday, and when we did the recap, that yeah, was yeah.
1: They said there was something exclusive. They with said it, yeah, and a new goodies.
0: Yeah. And like we watched it, and we we're like, yeah. I don't know what it is, right? Yeah, I don't. And, but like to your point from the very beginning when you were talking about it, yeah. I loved the brisk pace. Yes, I love of here's the information. We're not going to hold it on anything too long. And yeah, we don't need a host. We don't need a talking mm-hmm. point. You get to see the slides. You get Just, in. You get out. What's next? What's here? What's there? I love that they put the information on screen. Like I know that yes. sounds so stupid.
1: No, but they a lot of developers don't do that. Right. That was such a big deal for us with the
0: showcase. Where yeah. when I was like, hey, we're gonna do montages, but I I had to t- I told everybody in the showcase emails right we're not going to do shitty montages we're going to do montages where we talk about your game over it we show the dates and platforms and everything there so people actually get information out of it rather than it be a sizzle reel of that game in the middle looked cool but i don't know what it was there were
1: like three years in a row where xbox did that and they kept showing amazing indie games but i didn't know what any of them were and it was so fresh and still half of them aren't even out but you know it's tough when you're a sizzle reel is always tough
0: for that. let's a good job. bring in some reader mail from patreon.com slash kinda funny games. Parker Beagle wrote in and said, Yo, Greg, Ben, and the kinda funny crew. Sony showed off some pretty cool shit in the State of Play broadcast. I am beginning to save up for a PlayStation VR headset, I'm sorry, for a VR headset. And mm. Sony is starting to sway me. Plus, I want beat saber so bad it hurts. Is it worth investing in PlayStation VR right now, though? The Oculus Quest is set to release as a wireless unit in 2019. That does not require a PC. Do you think PlayStation is working on a new model? lured quest would this next holiday season be too soon for something like that should i wait to see or just say fuck it and buy a playstation vr i feel like either way i'm rolling the dice but would appreciate any insight ben what, i what's feel your take? like
1: they're not going to do a quest thing you don't think so? I, the fact that this device launched using the move controllers yeah. doesn't really instill a lot of like oh we're thinking ahead here they're thinking <laughs> they're thinking backwards <laughs> uh, hey remember those things you have in like the I bottom
0: know. of your sock drawer can you get that if out you me? even bought it yeah
1: Right, but I, I do think this is a good time. I, I don't know if it's really going to get better. I, we haven't even seen, we got the Oculus doing new stuff now, but that doesn't mean PlayStation has to. And with PS5, and maybe they release new controllers, new headset, you're still going to get a good experience. I mean, you can attest to this. It's not a bad experience I love PlayStation. It's good enough is what we always it's good say, enough. right? And you do have stuff like AstroBot
0: and yeah. Beat Saber. Oh, well, you have a library. Yeah, you've got a lot of games. My thing would be this, Parker. You've come this far, I would wait until E3 cuz there was it yeah. was last weekend right that there was a the patent surfaced that hey Sony got approved for a wireless PlayStation VR patent which is the okay. using the connector box there and having the wireless. So it's not wire, wireless like Oculus Quest is because if you haven't yeah, heard that's me, like completely. If you <laughs> haven't heard me rant and rave about the religious experience that was Oculus Quest, where I, you put it on, it's just the two <laughs> controllers and the headset, and that's it. Like no yeah. PC, no cameras, no setup. Like that thing's amazing. Uh, PlayStation VR will be obviously just a wireless headset. Still, now this is all hypothetical. Wireless <laughs> headset anchored to the box or whatever it is in the room. Yeah. I would say just wait until E3 and see if they do that there. Because the one thing about it would be I don't think they're going to do a PSVR wireless or a PSVR 2. At the same year, they do PlayStation 5. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to do PlayStation 5 at this E3. So I think you either have to do it this E3 or you have to do it after the PlayStation 5 is already out.
1: I think it makes more sense to do it after PS5 because now you can say, we got all this new horsepower. Here's the new VR headset. You're in a new mm-hmm. ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You can kind of launch with that, with new controllers, with new
0: whatever. But then you have to worry about, like, right, the financial impact where somebody's sitting there thinking about, I'm buying a PlayStation 5. I need new controllers, assumedly. Sure. I need whatever. And then on top of that, a new headset. And on top of that, a new whatever. Uh,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: If you, you could, I think you could. Put it out first, get it to early adopters, and then have it future-proofed in, right? It's already built yeah. to do whatever it needs to do with PlayStation but theoretically,
1: 5. a new headset would work with all these VR games anyway. Sure, yeah. So you could just not buy a PS5 and buy a new VR and just get stuck in your virtual world.
0: And then, so Parker, to your second part, you're like, you're talking about PlayStation VR. Is it worth it? So let's stop yeah. there. Yes, PlayStation VR is worth it. I've said that for years, obviously, or for a long time now since I, we did the last PlayStation VR show. We're preparing for the next one right now. But that library is incredible. I think going forward, you can already see they're still supporting and making really cool shit and doing cool partnerships. You know, whether or not this Iron Man game is anything more than just like, okay, boom, boom, just being that. Yeah. It's still fucking cool that PlayStation negotiated an exclusive with Marvel Games to get this thing there, right? Like, again, it shows commitment to oh, let's yeah. get out there and try and experiment and do things.
1: They're very committed. Oculus Quest
0: again, like I said, religious experience of putting that on and how crazy it was i thought it's got better hand tracking and i only played beat saber it's got better hand tracking than playstation vr did i think it looks better than playstation vr does Mm -hmm. however and i'm not as you know the pc guy the uh, fact that it's on your it's all contained to that one unit is going to limit the kind of games it can run and what it's what they're going to look like compared to their other oculus counterparts and so on and so forth
1: yes well and also with oculus you get the two screens one for each eye and there's two cameras. Well, at least with the standalone Oculus that you get at your house, there's two cameras. So it's going to be better tracking. It's going to be better than the PSVR, and that's what I'd like to see for the future of PSVR: is getting those multiple cameras. So it is going to track better. Getting a better screen. So I don't know. It, it really is tough, but it's so cheap now. Like there were those bundles for like two hundred dollars with AstroBot and like yep. three games and Moss and stuff like yeah, the Beat Saber, Moss, AstroBot. A, it's a good deal.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think you... If you bought it now, you wouldn't go wrong, but I, I don't want to tell you to buy it now and then Definitely have it Definitely wait a D. couple months. Yeah. D3. If you can make it to E 3, make it to E 3 and see what they do there, because that yeah. would be the next time they do something with it, and I think that'd be radical. Alex Russ... Writes into patreon.com slash games and says, Sony seems to be doubling down on its VR venture, as shown by their state-of-play presentation. It's been a much more affordable and lower barrier-to-entry experience compared to that of Vive or Rift, but the new Oculus Quest seems to be also making moves to be accessible as well. It's great to see Sony continue to support VR, as they usually quickly drop new ventures, Move, PlayStation 4i, <laughs> etc. But do they truly have the gusto to overcome the now, much cheaper alternative of Oculus Quest? It's just... It's just the purchase of a headset, whereas PlayStation 4 requires both console and headset purchase. We kind of touched on this. How much is the Quest? Quest is going to be $400, I think. How is that cheaper than
1: PSVR? Oh, because you have to have the You don't have to buy the headset. Hold on one second.
0: um, I still think the one thing that will hold back the Quest is going to be... Everybody always wants their shit to be... As cool as possible, right? So the, f- the fact of do you want to buy an Oculus Quest when you know that? Well, fidelity. Yeah, I could <laughs> go up a little bit higher, but then I need the PC and blah, blah blah. You know, you're getting a less than experience on a in a way that on a brand that you could have more than if that makes sense. Sure. I think PlayStation VR. There's just PlayStation VR. Sure, there's a screen door effect. Sure, hand tracking could be better, but it's good enough, as Tim and I always say. So what do you do now when you look there and you're like, well, hmm. How do I? $400
1: is very different than $200 or even $300. So I I think if you're looking for good enough, why not get the the PSVR? I think the PlayStation VR
0: already has enough of the barriers knocked down, right? Where it's like you already have the PlayStation VR, you already have the PlayStation 4 in your uh, apartment. And the other thing, you already have proven games for it. That's the biggest thing with Oculus Quest, right? Like, don't get me wrong, Beat Saber ran great. There's, There's a few other games that are announced for it. However, do you know what they're going to continue to do? Are our developers going to continue to support it in an interesting way? A lot of the
1: coolest games I've played in Oculus Mm -hmm. are more demanding. Yeah, So I'd have to see the tech specs of the Quest, but it does seem – that's a great entry point, really, because you don't need the PC, you don't need all this extra stuff.
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm super stoked for Oculus Quest. I'm going to. I think I'm going to. Even if they weren't. I'm hoping they're sending me one probably based on what we're doing before for reviews and stuff for the office. But if they didn't, this is something I would gladly buy. Because, yes, as I've said before on Gamescast, right? Like my Beat Saber exercise (laughs) regimen ended because I went to Quebec and I didn't want to bring my PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR. And I'm going, you know, tomorrow to Chicago before I go to Kansas City. It's like if I could bring this and toss it in my bag and just have it ready to go and like no, no problem.
1: Yeah, and that's very appealing. I think I think a lot of people would go for that, because we often in our sphere, mm-hmm. we get stuck in our like hardcore gamer mentality, oh, yeah. but the larger consumer market might take more to the quest. If you don't need anything else, you just pick that up yeah. and go.
0: And that's going to be what's so fascinating about it, is I really do wonder if this, because like right now, uh, the things they're promoting on their website for games, right, are Star Wars something, Vader Immortal, Moss, which we already know is amazing, The Climb, which is the Insomniac game, right? Like, Those are great games. Beat Saber is a great game. And again, Beat Saber is a game you get when you put it on. And I've had people come to my house, or my mom did Let's Plays with us for kind of funny with PlayStation VR. Jen's friends who are like from the restaurant business have come through and used our PlayStation VR. Everybody loves it. And then when they ask about it, it's like, how much is it? And it's like, well, "Well, you got to buy the console, and then the sticks are this, and then the headset. And it's like, well, that's way too much. You're right that, hey, here it is. One box. Everything's ready to go. Get it. You know what I mean? Like, that is Impressive, but also four hundred dollars still is four hundred dollars for yeah. a, what a luxury item, a luxury gaming experience. For you, might not be that big of a gaming person. Yeah,
1: and especially when you can buy four hundred dollars, you can get the actual Oculus.
0: Can you? Yeah. Okay. Appreciate but then I gotta buy a PC. I gotta wow. get my drivers, I mean, my TurboTax. No. You know what I mean? I <laughs> did file my own taxes with my did on you? my PC. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I love
1: Minesweeper too. PC gaming. Yeah. Yeah PC gaming It's cool I know it's the
0: best Don't worry about it I'm I'm interested to see uh, I think the quest Is going to be awesome Like I literally When I finished it I was like holy shit I'm buying this You know what I mean That's great I'm I'm going (laughs) to have this When it happens On day one One way or the other I'm fascinated To see what it does I'm still so happy That VR exists you know what I mean? Because and I know yeah, that sounds goofy, no. but like it was when they launched PlayStation VR, I, there was part of, in the back of my brain, right? Of like, I know you've all talked a good game about this, but I've also seen you abandon all sorts of things in my 12 years. Yeah. And so the fact that they didn't, and the fact that it's still thriving, and the fact they're still giving it its own presentations, and even though the Vita's fallen away now, they're talking about PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR, like those are their tent poles. Like that's awesome.
1: That's really cool. I think it's impressive that they're doing that. I think they kind of have to when you spend that much money in R and D, And you have competitors. It kind of makes it look like a thriving market, maybe more than it actually is. Because mm-hmm. four million isn't isn't huge. Uh, Spider-Man sold more than, oh, yeah. than all the VR units combined, probably. I forget. So. Yeah, what it's,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's... You know what? We're well over... So,
1: obviously, it's not a huge mass-market thing. It's a niche product. Yeah. And then that a Quest is a niche within a niche. It's,
0: and you'll see. But, like, Quest being easy... That's yeah, the thing. That it's is easy true. to use, right? You can do it, you can grab it, you can be done with it. I think it'll be an interesting way to get people in. Uh, Plotus is keeping me honest, and you are wrong. The Climb is actually being developed by Crytek, not Insomniac. Oh, My it. apologies, everyone. As if PlayStation, state of play wasn't exciting enough. This morning, Xbox did ID at Xbox Game Pass, their own presentation. And now while I said state of play, right, mm. was more of a Nintendo Direct than most Nintendo Directs, ID at Xbox Game Pass was very much a Nintendo Direct hosted by Chris Charlotte and a woman whose name I forget I wasn't familiar I with her I didn't watch it oh really I was, it was like, it's <laughs> very, uh, you saw the Nindies showcase right yeah yeah with yeah. Kirk Similar and, like that. Yeah, okay. it, Kirk and Katie same idea hey everybody welcome to this thing we're gonna see this game now we see the game we come back that was cool blah blah, blah. and then they sprinkle in a couple longer developer things where for Outer, Outer Wilds and then for After Party where the, the devs had like a, a package where they talked okay. about the game and did stuff so what they did here right they talked about all these ID at Xbox games that are coming to Xbox Game Pass day and date. So these are all one, day one releases on Xbox Game Pass, including Killer Queen Black, which will have eight players of multiplayer, which we can't wait for. We love it. Outer Wilds, uh, which is the one where it's like the weird we have a we have a spaceship we're going up out of the forest. It's made of wood. We're trying oh, to yeah. survive. You keep you keep rewinding time, doing it over and over again. Uh, Void Bastards. Uh, that was a cell shaded whatever one. Yeah, it's the, the it's the one that. Uh, Kind of funny.com sh- slash wrong. It's the one that I believe is made by the guys who did the original Bioshock, right? Like some of them, and they're running around, maybe System Shock. You're running yes. around talking to people, doing all that stuff. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, then it was Opera and Cena, which is the one that debuted at the Kind of Funny Game Showcase from Zen, uh, the Zen studio that isn't doing Zen Pinball now. Uh, Supermarket Shriek, The Good Life, After Party, which still looks fucking amazing. Have you been keeping track no. of this? it's from night school. These are the guys who did oxen free. Oh, gotcha. Uh, now it's this one where you go to you and your friend go to hell and like, you, to, you, but there's a loophole that if you can out-drink Satan, you can That's get out right. of it. Okay, I remember and so that. like that, I would say like in in general. Again, fuck me, according to the internet, for liking mm. watching games getting debuted. Yeah. But it, I would fuck it, you, Greg. I would encourage you to go watch the ID at Xbox Game Pass. Just in general, it's like I think twenty minutes of just hey, here's a bunch of games. But the after party thing—if you're not sold on after party, watching them because it's them talking about it while they show the gameplay, mm-hmm. and it's not them doing a let's play. It's them just talking and having b-roll. Seems cool. Uh. The different drinks you get that then change like how your character interacts and what they can do and if they talk with a pirate accent and stuff. I'm like Okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm all All about this game. Totally. And then Blazing Chrome was the other one. Again, all these games are day one releases on Game Pass, which is cool as Xbox continues to fucking crush and make Game Pass totally worth it.
1: Game Pass is incredible. Right. I love Game Pass.
0: And it's another one of like where you get Killer Queen Black on here. And this is I'm speaking for me, right? The list of games here, Killer Queen Black and After Party, right? games that I will pay you full price for, and I can't wait for it. Killer Queen Black definitely going to be, for me, probably a Switch game, because I think we'll play in the office and be able to connect and fight other people more. Uh, However, if this streaming Xbox One S is real... And it's a hundred fucking dollars, and then you can get even bundled in with a game pass, or pay ten bucks a month for game pass, or whatever. Think about like what they're doing with game pass right now, or, hey, yeah, all these indie games that people actually care about are coming day and day and day. All the first party stuff we we're putting out day and day. See if Thieves continues to get updated. Uh, Master Chief Collection, like the list goes on. I'm just like, what an incredible offensive Xbox is slowly building.
1: Oh yeah, it's taken years, but they've really come back strong. And yeah. I, I bought an Xbox last November for like Black Friday kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I have taken so much to it. It has immediately just gotten rid of my PS4 in terms of the oh, wow. platform. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Breaching the choir on that <laughs> one, man. It's fucking quiet.
1: Uh, but everything runs better on there. Yeah. And then I get Game Pass. And they were running deals where it was a dollar for a month. Yeah. And I played some incredible games. There's a lot of really good stuff there. played Crackdown 3 through this. Yeah. Which was actually fun. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, internet. No, I mean, you're allowed but
0: to. It, did you, you thought it was like, were was the fine. scores fine? It was fine. Scores. Yeah, exactly. It was fine. Yeah, exactly.
1: Get over it. What'd you expect? It wasn't The Last of Us 2. What do you mean? This game's
0: been in development forever. It should be perfect. Uh,
1: It's Crackdown 3. You should not have expected more.
0: Capitalist Pig correcting me. Thank you. So the the woman with Chris was Sarah Condi, who I I was not familiar with visually. The name sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. But yeah. Chris Charlotte, which we nailed in in that. Uh, And then Void Bastards. This is from Nanobiologist. The developer was made by the developer of System Shock 2. So we were right on the money there. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, number three, sad news. EA has laid off more, or no, 350 in marketing, publishing, and analytics. I'm going to start with the statement from Andrew Wilson, the CEO of Electronic Arts. Today, we took some important steps as a company to address our challenges and prepare for the opportunities ahead. As we look across the changing world around us, it's clear that we must change with it. We're making deliberate moves to better deliver on our commitments, refine our organization, and meet the needs of our players. As part of this, we have made changes to our marketing and publishing organization, our operations team, and we are ramping down our current presence in Japan and Russia as we focus on different ways to serve our players in those markets. In addition to organizational changes, we are deeply focused on increasing quality in our games and services. Great games will continue to be at the core of everything we do, and we are thinking differently about how to amaze and inspire our players. This is a difficult day. The changes we are making today will impact about 350 roles in our 9,000-person company. These are important but very hard decisions, and we do not take them lightly. We are friends and colleagues at EA. We appreciate and value everyone's contributions, and we are doing everything we can to ensure we are looking after our people to help them through this period to find their next opportunity. This is our top priority. Uh, I had seen Jason Trier at Kotaku break this. He then updated his story with this. Uh, later, an EA representative added that the company would be providing severance to laid off employees. Quote, yes, we are working with employees to try and find other roles inside the company, the spokesperson said. For those that are leaving the company, we will also be providing severance and other resources. I'm not able to provide the details on the severance, but we work, ho- we work hard to be as helpful as we possibly can. One person, this is back to Schreier, one person who works in one of the affected developments uh, departments told Kotaku this morning that these layoffs have been expected for a while now, and that EA had put hiring and travel freezes on marketing for several months. People within marketing and publishing had been expecting a reorganization since at least October, the person said. Quote, I think some people will be relieved to not be in limbo anymore, they said. Obviously... Uh you know, well wishes, thoughts to them, game oh, hashtag yeah. game jobs and all that jazz is yet again EA tries to course correct here, right? And figure this all out.
1: Is it so? It said uh, Russia and Japan. Mm-hmm. as yeah, yeah. they ramped down. Is, their is stuff it primarily that the, those places, just those two places?
0: I think the way they phrased it, right? That's it's, what it sounded like. It's we are so we're it's our, as part of this, we're making changes to our marketing publishing organization, our operations team, and oh, we are ramping yes. down our current presence in Japan and Russia. Oh, okay. So I don't think necessarily. It's not just there, I yeah. think those are jobs all over the map. I think. Yeah, and then on top I mean. Of
1: that, it's tough. Yeah, he has been going through kind of a weird phase.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, with these layoffs already. Yeah. Why not? Pete writes in. Patreon.com slash games. This says Happy Tuesday, Greg and Ben. It seems like every week we're hearing about new layoffs from major publishers. Why do you think this year has so many layoffs already? Is there something systematically unhealthy with the industry, or is it just c- course correcting in the face of rapidly evolving industry? Uh, I, we talked about it before, and again, I'm not a business guy. I'm not on the inside. I think it's course correction for companies that stretch too far. I think mm-hmm. EA thought when they EA got, had explosive growth, everything was going really well. And so they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, thinking that would continue on forever or knowing that this day would come eventually. And then when it is, you retract based on what's happening. And so as we saw, you know, uh, at the financial year, right, with uh, even take two, uh, having the whole thing of like, well, Red Dead Online wasn't as successful as we mm-hmm. thought it would be. So that, that's a problem. We're going to do this. Our stocks are going down a little bit. You're at a point where, expectations are one thing when stockholders are seeing them and having them that's the real thing you have to reverberate across. Not you know how it's the same thing with Activision, right? Where it was like Activision Blizzard of hey, record years, record yeah. s- record sales this year. We're laying off a bunch <laughs> of people, buy. right? Because even you can have that, you can break records, but if your expectations are beyond those records, because you were looking into the crystal ball and you made this projection that was uh, aggressive, but then it was mm-hmm. actually conservative, you have a problem.
1: Yeah, and it seems like EA's Battlefield Five underperformed. Obviously, mm-hmm. Anthem's a little rough. Yep. right now um even going back to mass effect andromeda like it's kind of been a rough couple of years with the star wars just yeah. laying off whole teams and getting ready this is it's been a rough time and they've lost <laughs> a lot of leadership
0: over there too yeah. with shakeups right i mean peter moore left and that was a while ago but in the same vein of what we're talking about and then that other guy whose name escapes me but kind of funny.com slash you're wrong who was always out there in the suit he oh, yeah, left too
1: i'm bad with names patrick wilson
0: is that right no, that's the that's Weezer's drummer, Patrick Wilson. Perfect.
1: He's now in charge of EA. <laughs> no,
0: no, Patrick, Breaking keep years. making albums. Breaking this. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a bunch of shakeups over there, and I think it is yeah. just the writing on the wall that they were too aggressive. It's and it's, I don't, I think it's telling that you're seeing it be EA and Activision and these big yeah, name yeah. publishers, right? That it's like, hey, yeah, uh, we grew too fast or we just grew too much, and now we have to retract a bit.
1: Yeah, we promised too much to shareholders. We cannot exactly. we can have to deliver this. Someone has to unfortunately go,
0: yeah. So yeah, again, I think it, I I think that, again, I'm not the industry analyst in terms of the business side of it, but it, I, it's not, I still don't think it's as bad as when I was coming up through games journalism, working at IGN, and it was, it seemed like every summer or every spring when they, hey, we've gone gold in our game, we are laying off yeah. all these people we brought on to finish our game. It seems like game development, and I know there's a lot of problems with game development and crunch and unions, and I'm not even trying to touch on all that, game development at most AAA or big developers have figured out a sustainable way of keeping people Mm -hmm. around and keeping their teams the right size and doing all that and now it seems to be reverberating back through publishers of do we need this big of a marketing team? You know what I mean? Yeah. Marketing obviously isn't even the way to fix it because you can market Anthem all you want but when it gets there and people are like it's content bare public public reception you can't can't solve that with a good commercial.
1: No. It's weird. Has Ubisoft had any major layoffs? because they're the other big of the big publishers they're the only one that's just on all cylinders, they don't. They've had that figured I had, out.
0: I can't remember I can't last remember time I heard one. of an Ubisoft restructuring or no. layoff thing. I'm not saying it hasn't happened again. we are killing it. Kindoffunny.com/slash you're wrong if I'm missing it or whatever. But again, yeah, another right. I and mean, when when big. Vivendi was coming and at they them, they were like, well, E is bigger than you Sure, but they're in
1: public reception. They've never been. Oh sure, public hates reception. EA. Well,
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing too. Is like the the, the hate. Pile is so large. Oh, if it was a bar graph, right? Yeah, even Ubisoft would like, hey man, we're putting microtransactions in you can buy your XP and assassins. Yeah. Everybody's like, that kind of sucks. Oh, I'm mad about that. I think am I mad? I don't know. And then EA is <laughs> like, hey everybody, we fucking are doing this, and everybody's that really was, pissed like, off. Well, burn, fuck them. Burned we'll, to the ground. We'll get back to you. <laughs> we'll have things to say about this. If we actually are mad about it. We're not sure, but we're, we're gonna go sure, get them right. Yeah, Easy fodder. And all keeps chasing. Yeah. Uh, number four, we have confirmation and a comment from Sony that yes, they are pulling download codes from retail. This is James Bachelor, GamesIndustry.biz, responding to a request from GamesIndustry.biz. A Sony Interactive Entertainment spokesperson said, "I can confirm that as of April 1st, 2019, we will no longer be offering full games through SIE's Global Digital in Retail Pro- or Glo- Global Digital at Retail program. The decision was made in order to align key businesses globally to support full games and premium editions. SIE will." introduce increased denominations at select retailers dlc add-ons virtual currency and season passes will still be available end quote uh the shared memo says any codes already on shelves are expected to be deactivated by the end of month with customers who pre-ordered a digital code via gamestop encouraged to switch to a physical version of the game that's back to the actual memo from gamestop my apologies Uh, it also claims there will be two exceptions which we didn't talk about yesterday days gone and mortal kombat 11 presumably as these are too close to launch to cancel this is solely a Nint- uh, Sony decision. Nintendo and Microsoft will continue selling full download title through brick and mortar stores. So just an update that, yes, that is real. And there you go. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, k- mm, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here it is. Capitalist Pig says, are you, are you talking about Patrick Soderland?" I am talking about oh, Patrick no. Soderlund. Yes, that's the man I was talking about who mm-hmm. Uh Number five and finally, uh, Global Gaming Citizens uh, categories of the Game Award nominations are open. This is from Game Awards official. The Game Awards and Facebook Gaming are once again looking for inspiring stories of people using the power of games to build community. First recognized at the Game Awards 2018, Global Gaming Citizens recognizes gamers, game developers, or anyone from anywhere in the world with a unique story of using the power of games to bring about positive change. The 2018 honorees include Stephen Spawn, COO of Gable Gamers, friend of the show, uh, Sadia Bashir, founder of Pixel Art Games Academy in Pakistan, and Lual. Al. Mayan CEO and founder of Junub Games Uh, if you or someone you know deserves to be recognized submit an application at GlobalGamingCitizen.com while submissions can be made year round the next round of entries will be considered based on applications submitted by April 12th 2019 so you have less than a month to get these in for Game Awards 2019 such a cool program that they did last year right because I've known obviously as a Trending Gamer Award winner, right? Yes. There was so much, every year, so much flack of like, why, why are we doing this popularity contest thing where it's yeah. just going to be whoever's popular at the moment for streaming or whatever. And so they, I know that Jeff and team sat there and really thought about what to do. And I think that uh, the Gaming Global Citizen is such a cool way to do it.
1: That's a nice way to promote positivity and actually growth within the industry in a better way than, hey, you're nice on Twitch. Exactly.
0: 100%. <laughs> right. And okay. so I, I mean, obviously, Steven getting recognized last year was well, awesome. That was great. That was a big part of it. Um, I'm going to come back. Ben, and give you a really bad transition, but we've been having such a great show, so much meaty news. I'm going to put the ads here. Big shot. We're brought to you today by Quip. One of the most important things you can do for your health every day is brushing your teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and engineers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. People brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. A built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides with your Quip, helping guide you to a full and even clean. 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes and don't clean evenly. A multi-use cover mounts to your mirror and unmounts to the side, uh, to, or amounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. As you all know, I love my Quip, and I will be doing this tomorrow morning. Ooh. Brush him, then the cover over into the bag. Let's go to Chicago. What do you got, Barry? I just got my Quip uh, last week. You it. You, you bring it to Kansas City this weekend? Uh, I'm not going to that. Huh, that's oh, that's weird. You're invited. Weird. Uh, Quip doesn't require a clunky charger and one for three months on one charge. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. That's why I love Quip. Uh, of course don't forget I think my teeth look better because of it. I've been drinking coffee today. hold on so that you know imagine a little bit wider uh, That's why I love quip and they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals quip starts at just $25 If you go to get quip.com slash games right now you get the first refill pack for free with your quip electric toothbrush Get your first refill pack free at com slash games up next Harry's Harry's founders were tired of paying up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. They knew a great shave doesn't come from gimmicks like vibrating heads, flex balls, or handles that look like spaceships. Tactics, the leading brand, has been using to raise their prices for decades. They've fixed... That, by combining a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. They've received over 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Harry's replacement cartridges are just $2 each. That's half the price of the Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. All Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and you'll get a full refund. How do we know you'll love them? Tim loves it. He uses it to keep that trademark Tim Tam beard all Mm. trimmed up nice. And Tim... Has the best-looking beard above us. Don't tell Don't tell Nick. He'll get mad. But that's just how it is. Uh, get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. The weighted ergonomic handle. Five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel. A travel blade cover. Listeners of our show can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash gamesdaily. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash gamesdaily to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to support the show. Ben... I can't wait to see all the kind of funny best friends on the world tour with their hairies, beards, all trimmed oh, up and yeah. nice, but it's still so far away. If I wanted to know something more immediate, like say what came to the mom and grap digital shops, where would I go?
1: You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kinda Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday.
0: Greg What the fuck, man? What? No. Bear. Yeah. Why? Fuck you. You just turned on me. What did I do? give me shit about kansas city he invited you oh yeah i did do that no you're right i did that's fair i had that coming out <laughs> <laughs> today xenon racer on playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc far lap horse racing challenge on playstation 4 uh you know i need to see a far <laughs> lap, lap trailer far lap.
1: hold on hold on is Where, that a horse turn? That's,
0: that's number two on the out today. Farlap. P-H-A-R-L-A-P. all one word. Outward on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The Walking Dead, the final season, episode four, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. That's the final episode for this season. See how Clem's journey ends. I'm going to do it right after this. Skyworld on PlayStation 4. Seven, Enhanced Edition on PlayStation 4 and PC. Power, Ranger, Power Rangers, Battle for the Grid on Xbox One and Switch. Throw it up for you, people can see. We're looking right now at Far Lap. Yeah, not what I expected. It is, Uh, yeah, it's a horse racing game, all right. There you go. You're Yeehaw. just uh, running from behind. Seems uh I hope I need to I'll check Somebody remind me To check on the Platinum Because I need to Know about this Oh god Uh, Space Junkies On Playstation 4 And PC Generation Zero On Playstation 4 Xbox One And PC Nelky And the Legendary Alteriors Of the New World On Playstation 4 Switch and PC Danganronpa Trilogy On Playstation 4 MLB The Show 19 On Playstation 4 Grim Shade On PC Air Conflict Secret War On Switch War Theater On Playstation 4 The Princess God On Playstation 4 and Switch Path of Exile On Playstation 4 OMG Zombies On Switch The Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel On Playstation 4 Target Race in Red Dead Online are out now. Game of Thrones winter is coming. A real-time strategy PC browser game is out oh. today. Waves of the Atlantan Tide is out today on Steam. <gasps> and now we got two oh new dates for you, right? I crushed it. That was a lot of them. Uh, April 3rd, you can bow to blood, last captain standing on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And then, as I said earlier in the show, observation is coming to Epic Game Store and PlayStation 4 on May 21st. <sighs> Lord Almighty, what do you got from here? Uh, a couple people in the chat are saying Final Fantasy 7 is uh, out on Switch today. Never heard of it. Huh. Oh, Did not know that one. Mm. They're allowed to have it. No, I mean, like, you yeah. think, I guess whatever. It's not the new one that's coming out eventually, right? You know, no. The episodic <laughs> one? is That, that didn't shadow yeah. drop today. I, I'm scared that it's like the mobile port that they're putting oh, on Switch because yeah. that was not a good port new dates for or I'm sorry deals of the day for you today killing floor 2 and rising storm 2 Vietnam are free this week on steam with uh, the first of their 2019 updates and then we got the list of Xbox games with gold for you coming up here in April uh, the Technomancer is available for free April 1st to the 30th on Xbox one outcast second contact is available April 16th to May 15th on Xbox one Star Wars Battlefront 2 is available April 1st to the 15th on Xbox one and Xbox 360 and then Tom Clancy's ghost recon advanced warfighter 2 is available Available April sixteenth through the thirty first on Xbox One and Xbox Three Sixty. Reader Mail. We already put so much into the news. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big day. Saucy Biscuit says, What's up, KFGD crew? I just wanted to know if you think it's possible for Beat Saber to come to Switch. Okay. Much like Tetris Effect, people say VR is superior, but standard can be fun too. Do you think this could happen? Oh. I can just imagine building, no bundling this with standard and rumored pro version of the Switch and it killing in sales. Anything is possible, right? Cuphead is on Switch now, after all. Yeah. Saucy Biscuit. You know,
1: it's not. Too crazy to because we had all those waggle games. Yeah, and you could do it. It works. the The motion works with Switch. It's conceivably possible.
0: That's my thing. At first, I don't want to laugh you out of the room or whatever. I'm just like, oh, that's a weird. And then you think about it, you're like, you know what? They make such a big deal about the HD rumble gyroscopes, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. that jazz, that I kind of could see it that you could do the it. The
1: only thing you couldn't do is the ducking.
0: Right. Yeah. You'd have it have to be a Switch version, right, where yeah. you couldn't do the ducking. Unless for some reason it was based on. You can
1: turn that off. Obstacles off.
0: Oh right. well. Yeah. You can. Beat Saber's got so many different yeah, like, things. Yeah. So
1: theoretically Maybe. i guess it
0: could i wouldn't hold your breath uh, yeah, for it don't. to be soon but i imagine that when they're done with everything else they've done why not why not get it you got
1: to a little cardboard to your head
0: yeah and then you have one it's gonna be that labo vr one yeah. and you'll be all set to perfect. go perfect so yeah it's possible it's an interesting wrinkle i didn't think about it. i could see it but it really does i mean beat sabers already sold the million units right they made a big deal about as they should the question becomes you know obviously they want to do dlc as they already have been i'm sure they want to work on a beat saber two. But then getting to Switch would be a really smart idea, actually. Saucy Biscuit, you've won it's, me over. Yeah, you know, Do it, that Beat that. Saber, you cowards. You coward. MSG Heavy Arms writes in to patreon.com slash games. and says, Hey, Greg and Ben. Just wanted to give a shout out to the nanobiologist for gifting me a sub yesterday. You're awesome, and thank you. Best friends, have a wonderful day. Well, it's just nice. If you didn't know, if you watch on Twitch, there's subs and stuff, and you can, you, can, you can be a sub to yourself. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. Even if you're not watching ever on Twitch, you're just listening on your tractor, mm-hmm. it'd be great when you got home. If you logged in to Amazon Prime, then you Googled Twitch Prime, then you clicked on it, and you used a free subscription on us. You got to do it every 30 days. You got to remember to do it. But you can also give them to each other. and So it's yes. nice to see the nanobiologist taking care of MSG heavy arms. Ben? Yes? I asked people watching to write in. With their names, usernames, platforms of choice to be squatted up. This is where best friends can play with each other and everybody has a good time. Jimmy needs help on Xbox One. Jimmy's Xbox username is one spelled out. So O-N-E. One arm wonder eight two eight. I am an adaptive gamer and college student looking for best friends to play Apex Legends with. As my name suggests, I have one hand, but don't be fooled. I have no problem keeping up with all you two-handed players out there. <laughs> Let's play some Apex Legends together. Hey! Do you play Apex Legends, ladies and gentlemen, on the Xbox One? Hit up One Arm Wonder. One Arm, not Armed. One Arm Wonder 828 eight, and play some Apex together. Ben? Yes. We ask the people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go! That's to kindoffunny.com dot com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh Let's see what we got here. Nanobiologist says that there is a subtitle for the Five Nights at Freddy Games called Help Wanted. That is correct.
1: Why would you work there? Don't respond to that Help Wanted. Don't <laughs> no, go there. No, I got to pay rent. Haven't yeah. you heard the stories? Yeah. San Francisco's expensive.
0: <laughs> All right. You know Are you what you I mean. Getting a job there. All right. That's why. Uh, what? What? Uh, Annie's always streaming over there. You know what I mean? I didn't want to work at Freddy's. I had a stream. I had a stream. Exactly. That's how you get out of it. Uh, nanobiologist also points out that the wireless VR headset was first discussed last Monday, March 18th. Thank you. Um.
1: They're really not doing good. Uh, you're wrongs here, clearly. <laughs> the song's going on. People, right?
0: you know, they like to editorialize. They like to drop things in. And I'm not wrong about it. they. Won't, that's mm. them having a conversation. Conversations should, of course, be know. yeah, 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 over there. Um, and then I got to. They send me links. I got to do this. Uh, nanobiologist Gosh. says you. According to this Kotaku article from Jason Shire. Ubisoft has not had layoffs in over 15 years. Wow. Um, doing something good over there. <speaking in <speaking in> hey, hey, and you? <speaking in> <speaking in> and yo. <speaking in> why why is there not an Oregon Trail out just on, on every Switch? Yeah, for everything. Just you like the DOS version? I mean? There's like a exactly. card game. Did you guys the who? You know there's a card game of Oregon Trail and it's super yeah, fun. I don't I'm, I'm, come on, card games? What That's am I? You know what I mean? Super fun. I got things to do. You and Dornbush can play it, all right? All right, we will. Fine, go do it.
1: Good luck. All
0: right, and that's it. All right, well, not a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Watch it live, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Listen on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Tomorrow, it's going to be Tim and Gary Widow while I go visit my mom for her birthday. Thursday, it's Tim and Fran. Friday, it's Fran and Imran Khan because we will be heading to Kansas City for the kind of funny meet and greet. Ben? Yes, Greg. Where can people keep up with you? This is your chance. Uh, You said this is the make or break year. year. Where are you going to send them to make sure you make it? You don't break it.
1: We're going to break something. On Twitter, I am Ben Runnings, just like Cool Runnings, but with Ben in front of it, instead of Cool. And then on YouTube, youtube.com slash benreacts twitch.tv slash Ben I'm going to be streaming Mario Maker 2 quite a bit, quite heavily, probably yeah. like a good 12-hour stream the first weekend, because I love Mario Maker. Hell oh yeah. my God. Best Nintendo game. That's not true. I just That's said exact. that. I just, That's I just a bold that. claim that was, right there. That, okay. was, that, was, that was fake. Whatever. Fake news, Don't worry no, whatever. about it. And then I'm on the Game Fanatics podcast pretty much every week. I do my podcast, uh, twitch.tv slash Fanatics every Sunday, live, 8 p.m. Pacific, and I think that's it. I write the occasional review at thegamefanatics.com. I more edit and do stuff like that now, but it's a lot of fun. Come hang out. Ask me questions about going to school for game design, and if you should do that, and if maybe you shouldn't do that, and whatever, maybe, you know, <laughs> there's some things like that, but anything, and have fun out there.
0: Ben, well, thank you for putting yourself out there and hitting me up and being like, hey, I'd love to come do the show if that's possible. And then, me, and then I was like, I don't know. Let me talk to you in Arizona. I was like, all oh, my right, God. You're, you're a person. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. You did a great job, man. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thanks. Everybody follow him. Go watch his podcast. Woo! Listen to him. Do all that stuff. And until next time, no. It's been our pleasure to serve you.